Hello. <laughs> yep, just uh, reading through your comments this morning. Um, <clears throat> got to hang out and chat just a little while. Let's see. Helen, no, it's over. Let's see. Yeah, just reading all the different stuff. No fly zones for uh, two and a half months or whatever, three months over uh, Mar Largo. Uh, hello, Miss Linda. Hello, Larry. We really should get the uh, housekeeping stuff taken care of and some of the products that I'm excited about. Did you know that the aging process starts as early as the age of 25? After that, you start to lose 1% of your collagen supply every year. Try this at-home test to see if you have enough collagen. Um, <laughs> uh, you can actually see the link, guys. You can see that link so you know how to do the um, test. If all you do is go to healthwithmarkz.com, there's a, a little test you can do to check your uh, collagen levels. Um, <clears throat> makes it real easy. So you can pinch your skin. If it immediately bounces back, then you have enough collagen in your skin. If it doesn't bounce or fold back immediately, then you might need a collagen supplement. Three things happened when I started taking multi-collagen. <laughs> My skin got a more youthful glow. My hair... Uh, has improved greatly. My hair shine grew. It started growing like crazy. My nails, I am cutting constantly, and they got stronger. Multi-collagen helps rejuvenate your body from the inside out with five supercharged types of collagen your body needs for optimal health. Give it a try. Your health is your wealth, after all. Taste, inspect, and judge. Risk-free for yourself. If it doesn't live up to your expectations, you have a full 60 days to get a complete refund. No questions asked. Plus, you'll get 51% off along with several free bonuses included at no extra cost. Just go to the link below or visit Health with Mark Z. And trust me, you will thank me later. Uh, yeah, collagen has been one of my favorite. And then, of course, the keto uh, has just been awesome. Got to get in shape for my mankini, guys. Mmm, <laughs> but I think you're going to see him soon, Hugh. Mmm. Boy, am I getting excited. Uh, hello, Carla Marie. Hello, Mountain Mama. Hello, World Admiral. Nothing on the uh, Boulevard. Uh, it's still very quiet. I, if, if I could get a any kind of what I believed accurate on rate, I would share it with you. Hello, Mesquite, Texas. Um, let's see. Praying my Phillies and Steelers pull out this week. Woo! Don't know what to tell you on my Steelers. Um, excited about the future. Hey, look, I survived uh, the Bubby Brister years and the Cordell Stewart years, so I'm tough. I'll still be a fan. <laughs> yeah, many of you guys don't want to see me in the uh, in the mankini. <laughs> Hugh, do you know that I give the advertising dollars back to the community? You guys suffer through them, but you get them back. You got them back through thousands of dollars spent on the seed one. And uh, the next one, hopefully we won't need it, is for Thanksgiving. Allows me to uh, put that in there for you guys. Figure we might as well take control. Stop letting the corporations make the advertising money. We make it and give it back to the community. <clears throat> so, yeah, stop with the FUD. It's annoying. And it will get you banned. Um, hello, Farmer. Hello, Classic Ford Guy. Hello, Jenny. Hello, Raphael. Uh, let's see, Bearded Patriot, do you think 
Do you think there's any way the RV will not occur? Absolutely not. We are getting a lot of pressure, especially from um, two of the major banks, not to release any timing. Uh, you're going to start seeing a lot of the sites. Some of them have already started getting constant attacks, uh, viruses, you name it, taking down the news aggregating sites. Uh, we, we need to start being very careful about the conversation on any specifics in timing. And you guys are going to start having to settle for close. I know you've heard a lot of that before, um, but many of us are getting put in a very awkward position. Or you're going to start seeing a lot of the, um, you know, I don't know where the guru term came from, but you're going to start seeing a lot of the guru folks uh, disappear for a while or get oddly quiet because of the pressure. And that's okay, because that means we are close. Means we are very close. Let's see, confused by all the talk, the central bank is buying up all the gold. Did not Trump obtain all the gold when he circled the planet? Did not the countries capitulate? I thought it was said he had all the, he doesn't have all the gold. Uh, then how is the CB? Yeah, he doesn't have all the gold. That's a, that's about as crystal as I can get. He does not have all the gold. Pibble said Nader stated last night. I should probably, let's go ahead and do that right now because uh, the Nader news is up there and we will bounce right over for it. Um, I have not had a chance to listen to it. Oh, wait a minute. Let's do this first, show you guys the hat so those looking just for that cue can find it. Uh, <clears throat> that comment, or, you know, they know that you're going to exchange when the DNR stops selling. We've already seen them alter their foreign currency auctions. They are auctioning off their U.S. dollars, their Iranians, their you name it, their other currencies, and have been buying a lot. They still sell some dinar which uh, to me is nothing more than a little smoke to throw that timing off, to throw our timing off on it. They have greatly curtailed their foreign currency sales um, of theirs. Excuse me, when I say foreign currency sales of the IQD itself. And he is right. You will, they will immediately stop. But it's my opinion and the opinion of my contacts there in finance ministry that you will see a complete stoppage, but not until literally moments before or at the moment they go. So uh, um, he is he is absolutely correct on this one. They're not going to be selling the DNR or the dinar uh, at that point. But I don't think we're going to be able to look for. Uh, in other words, I don't think we're going to say, hey, this Tuesday they announced they're not going to sell anymore. And then we wait weeks for it to happen. You're not going to get that much of a warning because that is a a huge tell for timing if they did it that way they've already given us as many tells as they're going to give us uh the un has already told us that it's now up to iraq to change the value we've heard that from the imf we've heard that from a number of agencies including this week that it's now up to them as to when they pull that trigger everything's been completed and done uh, so, yeah, that's as much as a tell you're going to get them going after the corruption, the missing tax dinar and a number of others. I mean, they have literally pulled off um, that I can track. Uh, where are we up to? We're up to seven or eight trillion dinar they've already pulled out of the market in the last six weeks or so. And I guarantee you behind the scenes, much, much more when we were seeing actually Nader was showing a lot of those videos when they were uh, arresting 
uh, <clears throat> politicians in Iraq. So I, th I think we are much closer than they uh, than they think. Certainly all my contacts believe so, and my banking contacts as well uh, think that we are much closer than that. But he is absolutely correct. They will stop selling the DNR. I just don't think you're going to get much time between that tell and when it happens. Uh, so I don't think you're going to be able to use it as a mile marker. Away or A.W. Blake, are they leading this RV? It appears so. Uh, they are one of the biggest cogs in the wheel on this one, guys. They are a key piece of this, and that's why we follow them so closely, because they are one of the easiest to follow. Uh, we'll talk all about Brazil. Don't worry. That is on the list. Andy's going to join us about 1030. My back from being in the car so much of late is just about locked tight. Uh, so I will uh, be ending at 11. We'll get um, Andy in here at 1030. And then I am going to get my CBD rub on, my TENS unit on. Actually, I'm using a smaller muscle unit from um, from Walter on it and uh, let that thing relax. I'll be good to go by this evening, but it uh, it decided this morning on the uh, drive back. I've been up since five to get back here to do this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have to uh, finally give in and give it a break. Stay out of the car for a while. All right, other news. Uh, I'm trying to think, what do we have other than the banking news? Um, got a lot of heads up from uh, two different banks as to how they're going to um, uh, work on getting us very, very quiet at this point, uh, or at least on timing. Uh, we've been uh, given, we, uh, I don't know how many others have have been leaned on in the last 12 hours or so. I know I've been leaned on the last 12 hours uh, to not be very specific in timing. Um, not that I, look, all I know is I don't believe it's this week and I expect it somewhere in the next two to three weeks after that. So uh, <clears throat> still looking exactly like the timing I suspected. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable with where we're at. Yeah, uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble or you guys or us pulled down. Hmm. How best to handle that one? All right, I'm trying to think of any other news we've gotten. That's shareable. We've got a lot in the world, guys, and we're going to dive into it because it is very important. The world stage right now is extremely important. Watch it. Let's see, Rodney. Mark, but why? The RV is a white hat card to play. It fulfills biblical prophecy, but why put so much money in our hands? How does it help strategically? Why me? Because they expect you to do the right thing. The overwhelming majority of all dinar holders uh, tend to be very Christian or very humanitarian. Uh, so they expect us to bridge that gap in that biblical prophecy so that we can help as much as we can. That's my opinion on the why us. Cosmo girl, right? Kim, it could go at any moment. I am been told very specifically to keep the timing broad. I can't give you any more than that. Hopefully you guys can read between all the lines. Penny. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Whoa. It, wow, Penny. Unreal. Thank you. Uh, I am touched and blown away. Thank you. <laughs> what lines we have curves, right? 
Um, uh, Michelle, I agree with you. God woke you up for a reason. Guys, if you're awake, I don't mean woke. I mean awake and you are questioning things. God did that for a reason. You now have a responsibility. He did not give you more than you can handle. You might crack, but that's on you. You have the ability to handle it. You have the God-given ability to handle it. And if you can't, you give it to him. Let him carry it. He will carry it until you're ready to take the load back. Uh, bond movement. Ooh, Bowler. Nice work um, on that one. Very nice work on that one because I was trying to just leave that one out there. Uh, I do have a number of folks that have yet to consummate their deals. They're working through the uh, process. We have had another confirmation since yesterday that another one has completed or consummated their deal. Uh, it appears that they are rolling through the bonds at a reasonable, uh, responsible rate right now, which gives me a very much a, a, a warm, fuzzy uh, feeling. Susan, while, yeah, I get annoyed and I think they're kicking the can somewhat on us. If you really think about the logistics and the time involved in this, they're not kicking the can. Um, I, I want to be mad at them because I know people are suffering. And that's when I scream about the can kicking because I want us to have it now. Too many people are suffering. Um, just just like uh, Harold, one of our mods, um, you know, he's got a car down and out. But needs the dollars just for life. Many of you guys losing houses, foreclosures, you name it. Uh, so that part frustrates me. But if you think of it from a historic perspective, they're moving pretty quickly. Doesn't make me feel better about the people suffering, but I have to keep it in mind. I don't like it, but it is. But it is that. George, thank you for that super sticker. Thank you very much, George. Agrochecks. I am still hearing that they are worth three hundred thirty thousand U.S. per one billion. Uh, yeah, well, CN, at this point, all the bond people that I know have been paid with fiat dollars. One, as much as you hear that the gold-backed dollars are out there, they are not in circulation. I'm just going to go ahead and be brutally honest with you guys, piss off a lot of other gurus and intel people, but they have not gone gold back. Are they prepared? Absolutely. Is the system ready? Yes. Will that fiat convert to gold back? Yes, but it is not gold-backed yet. So yeah, they're getting paid in fiat. If you're getting money right now for any of these deals, even if they're tabletop or a deal where they're just trying to aggregate your money because they know they can turn around in a week or two, three weeks, whatever that time period is, and uh, turn it in for bigger bucks, they're paying you in fiat. <laughs> Shan, I may need you to remind me of that. I have got to stay out of the car at least for a few days or a week. Uh, Mary, that immunity is great, great, great stuff. I sometimes forget to take it, and then I pay the price in a big way for it. Xavier, much appreciation. Uh, Nancy, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was great, great, great getting to meet you in Nashville. Who was Seth Rich? Uh, former DNC uh, worker, and he, all right. He released a lot of insider information um, over the Hillary Clinton emails. He is the leak for the Hillary Clinton emails. They wanted to convince the whole world, and it very much upset the Democrats because they wanted to convince us it was Russian hackers so that they could pin it on Russian collusion and then claim that Trump was part of that. That was entirely a smokescreen for them being very accurate and very real in a DNC leak. leak. 
uh, that uh, did the right thing by leaking those. If anybody, all right, have any, how many of you guys have taken the time to actually read the emails? I can tell you in the press, I know zero in mainstream press. I've even gone to the point of spending about 30 bucks of my own money on paper, printing them for one journalist who still refused to look at them or read them. He said, oh, that's just right. How do you know it's Russian collusion? Because some talking head and associated press. I mean, I, I don't understand their inability to do their due diligence. It is stunning for me. That's why I quit doing journalism and started doing commentary because journalism, as far as I'm concerned, has died. I hope somebody will uh, break out the uh, shock pads and bring it back. But at this point, I don't see it happening. That's Seth Rich. All right. Oh, wow. I love that one. See, this is what makes our community different. One of the things that makes our community different. Um, let's see. Seth Rich is the new Paul Revere of history. He'll never be forgotten. His heroism will forever be unparalleled. See, I'm with you, Michelle. Uh, his family asked not to have a lot of this stuff done because, honestly, they're, they're afraid for their lives, too, which just sucks. Uh, now, somebody had said, yes, I even read it from my small cell phone. I was wanting to highlight that because I wanted to give kudos to that person for being dedicated enough to make it. Fred, you may be right. He probably did read it and he's playing dumb because he doesn't want anybody to know. All right, let's get into the world news because there is a lot of it. Uh, and then Jim posts one. Now, Mike Huckabee, the former governor of Arkansas, has written a commentary at someplace pointing out that the additional mystery of why does the FBI want Seth Rich records sealed for 66 years, right? If there's nothing there, uh, they claimed that they didn't have any information on it. Then through a Freedom of Information Act, they found out, we found out that they lied to us and they did have all that information. Then they're saying they needed 66 years because they just didn't have the manpower to compile it. They have the manpower to go after anybody that might have gone to a rally and Washington, D.C. Uh, on, on a fateful day. They can tell you all about them. They can tell you all about what they uh, spent, what they had for dinner. Uh, heck, they can tell you where they stopped to get gas on the way and on the way home and what they ate. Uh, but they somehow don't have the manpower to look at Seth Rich's records uh, or compile it. So they want 66 years to release it. I mean, they, they literally want as much time to release it as they do the, the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Uh, so, yeah, they're asking federal court for an order to seal the records that they didn't have. In other words, yeah, I, I love that one, Jim. That one drove me nuts. We shared this last week. They want 66 years to seal those records, the same records they claim they do not have. Why do you need to seal records you do not have? They That, that story from the FBI has changed so many times, so many times. Uh, greater awareness, dude, 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 or dudette. Um, Seth Rich didn't exist before his working at the DNC. I can't find him in genealogical records or the census records. See, I love that. One of you guys is willing to do that deep dive, but mainstream media with all of the billions and billions of dollars they have in resources aren't willing to go to that level. I just, it, it really is nuts when you think about it. All right. Uh, let's keep going because we do have a, a number of things. One, 
guys, I am totally ready to be demonetized today for this, especially as kind as you guys have been. Just absolutely blown away. Thank you, Walter. Carolina girl, thank you very much. Um, Sharon, uh, yes, I am keeping a very tight eye on that one. Um, yeah, young crypto guy that was found dead in Puerto Rico. Scary times for whistleblowers and their families. It is, because uh, he did. He, uh, yeah, <clears throat> not certain what's safe to say. I, guys, I do not want to end up in a ditch. I certainly flirt with that edge and I walk all over the razor's edge, but I do not want to end up in a ditch. I still want to be here for my kids and to help rebuild the world afterwards. All right, let's play this. Hopefully you guys will be able to hear it. Guys, this was only, you know, over the last weekend, four or five days ago. This is, you know, at an event that should have had them all cheering for Joe. And the Democratic crowd is chanting FJB. Uh, even Obama, who is arguably one of the three most popular political figures in the U.S. in the past 50 years, along with Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan. Uh, this is how he gets treated. This will tell you about the level of contempt, even amongst Democrats for Joe Biden. I think that is a huge tell. Somebody was mentioning it in chat before we started. I wanted to uh, share that one specifically. Now on to uh, uh, current news. Uh, <clears throat> Imran Khan shot in leg in assassination attempt. Former Pakistan prime minister supporters say, all right, what's important in this one, guys, is that he leans right. I don't mean like totalitarian right. I mean more towards uh, right and sovereign. They are being attacked. Any politician out there or any loud voice that they can go after and shut up that they think is a threat to them. That's When I say they, I'm talking about globalists here. They are going after yet another one shot in that war. And this is uh, the stakes are huge. They are high uh, and they are very real. Now let's bounce to uh, Brazil. Brazilian election, the people, the police, and the military support Bolsonaro's effort to address socialist attempts too. And those two words right there will still get me in trouble and still get me removed from uh, uh, social media. Guys, I have seen a number of posts on this one from very reputable sources that have even been removed from True Social. Now, I don't know if True Social removed them or if they, out of fear for themselves, uh, took it down. That I do not know, but I can tell you that a number of truths have been removed in the last few days, uh, and this is only one of the references, but the underlying theme of all of them that have been removed have been outing information on globalists. So it is truly a scary time for us. Uh, we need to uh, be very responsible in how we share any of our information right now. Share it as a woulda, a coulda, a possibly a, hey, what do you guys think? In other words, still get the information out there, but be very, very careful how you share it. All right, keep going. The countdown to a recession has officially begun after more accurate yield curve indicator turns negative. I did enjoy reading this one. It's from Markets Insider. Uh, the countdown to an economic recession has begun after the three-month and 10-year yield curve finally inverted. Uh, we have been watching those uh, bond inversions, and I was told a long time ago that these inversions 
or what I was supposed to look for as to the timing of the RV. So I know we are close because of who told me to look. Um, so I think that is a key. I still do, though. You, you got to continue to just chuckle at how many indicators before they admit we're in a recession. I mean, all you got to do is be a working family or a working individual, and you know we're in a recession. You don't even have to question it. I mean, it's like more of that, the whole building's burning and they're pretending it's not. The ship's going down. The band's still playing on the Titanic, and they're still trying to convince everybody to dance, even though the water's up around their ankles. Um, but I had to share it because here's the latest. They're now willing to admit we're in a recession or we will be in the next few weeks, possibly as long as a month or two, as long as we can get through the midterms, right? Yeah. Keep going. Uh, White House deletes post after getting fact-checked on Twitter. Duh, duh, duh. I wonder why they didn't put the White House in Twitter jail for lying to us. I mean, they do it all the time, but here's just the latest. Uh, here's the tweet that they removed. Seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. Uh, if you guys, any of you guys on Social Security or on disability, you know that you get a CPI increase or a COLA increase whenever inflation runs. It's a normal built-in thing. It has absolutely nothing to do with the president that's in charge. It is a built-in mechanism in the system. And that, because of the runaway inflation, is why they got the largest in history, right? Biggest increase in Social Security checks in 10 years only because inflation has run rampant, has nothing to do with the president. Uh, so they removed it after getting fact-checked. Uh, I think that one is a big win for sanity. And we're just going to keep bouncing on one or two until we see Andy pop in the room, which should be at any moment. Fed raises interest rates by another 0.75 percentage points to cool inflation. They have not pivoted yet. We do know that financially they need to pivot and financially they can't pivot. So uh, this one's getting very, very, very interesting one to watch out. I will include it. Uh, it was expected by the markets and the market still took a 500 point dive. I don't know why. Uh, if you follow the logic of what the markets have been doing lately, if you can call it logical. Uh, CEO warns, and I wanted to share this one with you guys because I think it's important. Even if we get an RV, there is still going to be some uncertain times ahead. CEOs warn this winter's energy crisis will be nothing compared to next winter's crisis. I have a plan for that. I don't know if the politicians will listen, but I have a plan and I will uh, get busy typing and sharing. I want to put my uh, or Mark's plan for prosperity uh, out there because we need it desperately. All right, now I'll be ready for Andy when he joins us. We can just talk about what you guys want to talk about now. Jeannie, oh, wow. Jeannie, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know how I can thank you guys enough. It is not necessary, but thank you. Thank you, Sue, and thank you, Penny G. I hope you are correct. Uh, Kathy, these are the stories that break my heart. I'm on SSD. This year I've lost my car and my husband left me. Today my dryer died too. Kathy, I'm praying for you. 
wish there was something I could do for you. Um, ah, man, this way too many of these going on right now. This is what pisses me off when it, when there's a delay. I'm not going to say a can kick, but a delay. Uh, Windrider, yes. Did you know that the founders drew the vote in federal prison for contempt of court for not revealing a confidential informant in the case that ended up with Eugene Yu being arrested, the CEO of Connect Company? It's my understanding that they are already out on bail, but yes, they were uh, booked and arrested for um, contempt for not for actually for doing something frustrating. Because we know when it gets to the Supreme Court uh, that they will be exonerated and removed. And this is the abuses in the judicial system. And they know how, how it's going to play out. But they're doing that to intimidate. They are doing that to bully and coerce. Even though they know that they are violating constitutional rights. This administration and this Department of Justice. And there have been plenty of examples of abuses in the past even under Trump's administration, um, probably not underneath his uh, actual purview, meaning he would have found out long after and would have been a career bu uh, bureaucrat. But think about that one. <clears throat> they are abusing the system even when they know that they are violating constitutional rights and they're doing it and like, oops, the court's right. We shouldn't have done it. They know it's not right but they're doing it to coerce and bully and to silence opposition. They are literally breaking the constitution and violating our uh, constitutional rights, which constitutional rights, that sounds serious enough, but those are our God given unlenable, unalienable rights. And they piss all over them to bully us and to coerce us, to shut us up. And for most, it's enough. That is why I love the strength of their conviction. That's why I love the strength of conviction of Steve Bannon. I know he is a controversial figure, but he is perfectly willing to go spend six months in a pokey if that's what it takes to get the news out there. And that is dedication. That is where right is more important than the discomfort that goes with it. That's somebody that you admire. Don't unhold. Mark, the president is responsible for the largest increase in SSI because he is doing such a horrible job. You make an excellent point. I cannot argue that. The middle of where no strength and incredible conviction for Mr. C and Mr. C. You got a great point there. They have been put through the ringer. Ha ha. We just had Andy pop in. I am so unalienable. That's right. You can't put a lean on them. You can't put a lean on them and take them back. All right. Let's get over here. Andy, are you ready? Give me a wave. Boom. Boy, am I glad to see you, Andy. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. I am. I am well. Great back to see you, too. Other than that, I'm well, and I'm watching, I'm watching it all play out. It's almost like they took your movie script, Andy, and ran with it. Yeah. You know, there's some stuff that's happened here and thanks for saying that mark i appreciate it it's weird it's a weird feeling when you know like sometimes you just do something for so long you've been at something for so long maybe you know what to look for um 
it's like anything you do for a really long time. A lot of it becomes second nature. What's the old saying? You got to do something for 10,000 hours to be an expert. Well, I'm 52 and a half years old. I've been doing this uh, since I was 19. And so there have been certain things along the way that have caught my attention. It helped that I was doing public speaking where I had to look and dig for things and saw something that allowed me to follow a narrative. And, you know, when we were talking about what's going on in um, with the petrodollar and, and what makes the dollar the world reserve, and I've beaten this over, you know, I've beaten this over people's heads for a couple of years now, and, and it really started – in 2020, uh, when Nancy Pelosi said, um, you know, we need a digital currency, followed by the the, the previous uh, reclassification of gold and the Belt Road Initiative. And I started seeing these things that just seemed as though there was a narrative that was playing out that you had to follow in order to uh, to understand what's going on. It became easy for me. But what's weird is how it's really playing out. Like, like I, maybe I got lucky and got onto something, or I don't know. But I'll, I'll give you a couple examples of what I mean. You know, we, I've, I've talked with you and your audience ad nauseum about my beliefs about the loss of the petrodollar and how significant that really is and how you could see it. Uh, my good friend, um, the economic ninja, and I talk about this all the time, and he's... he's uh, come up with some great articles and, and, and um, even before that I see him and, and he alerts me to them. I love him for it. And we have deep conversations about it. It's a very spiritual guy. Um, and I'm more convinced than ever that it's time for people to buckle up and it's time for people to get really serious. So I'll, I'll, I'll read the first or I'll mention the first story here, which is far less significant, I think, than the second. But the first one comes from Fox News, and it says Russia and China may be, may be preparing new gold-backed currency, but experts assure the U.S. dollar is the safest currency today. Okay, well, we've been talking about that, right? We've been talking about the digital yuan, uh, how it could be the rails for a new currency. We talked about the finance minister of Russia coming out and saying, yes, we are issuing a new reserve currency with the BRICS nations. It will be pegged to commodities, uh, and we want it to challenge for world reserve. Well, what did we say about gold? Oh, yeah, it's the only other tier one reserve asset. Um, so does it make sense that countries like China have imported more gold than they have in the past five years? Does it make sense that Turkey, who has expressed their intention to join the BRICS nations, has bought more gold for the first half of the year than anyone in the country? Hell yes, it does. China purchased 80.1 tons of gold in July. And, and that's obviously, this is all a move to dethrone the dollar as the primary world reserve currency. And, and I think it's, it's really, really important to understand that when you see a, a, a news agency like Fox come out and talk about this, um, where they say the amount of gold that China has purchased has raised some eyebrows. 
but it remains under the radar for mainstream media. Well, no blank. You know, I mean, where have the where has the media been? God, God bless Elon Musk. Maybe he'll he'll light a fire to all this um, uh, suppression of information and censorship. And um, in July alone, China purchases eighty point one tons of gold. The month before that, thirty two and a half tons of gold, and that's the highest monthly total in July since 2012. So, you know, you're looking at a situation where the where these countries are not playing around anymore. And I think, you know, they're looking at a way to give confidence to the new digital currency that they're going to roll out. And that confidence will be the commoditized backing. But here's the scary story, right? Here's the really, really scary story. And, um, when I asked people, you know, what makes the dollar world reserve, and it was the backing of, of uh, Saudi Arabia, the protection of the Saudi kingdom that made the dollar the petrodollar. And, you know, prior to 1971, we've talked about the currencies were backed by gold. The dollar was backed by gold, where foreign governments could exchange gold for a fixed rate of $35. Of so all the dollars they had, they could send them back and get gold. It provided confidence and stability of the world reserve currency. Yada, yada, yada. Nixon closed the gold window. We're totally fiat. We go to Saudi Arabia. We say, we'll protect you and no one will ever screw with you. We got you. We're going to give you um, missiles and military assistance. But you're going to value oil through OPEC globally in dollars. And it's been that way since 74. I screamed a year ago, September, when we left Afghanistan. I said, this is the beginning of the end. It's over. Right now, it's over. Saudi Arabia is now being protected by Russia. Nigeria is being protected by Russia. These are two big OPEC-producing countries. So what just happened? Well, last week, Saudi Arabia reiterated its commitment to China as its most reliable partner and supplier of crude oil. What? China is their biggest commitment. This comes from Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam, who now seemingly, as the article says, sees the U.S. as a partner just for security considerations. But what did these brain-dead senators do? They have a bill not only to reignite the NOPEC bill, which removes the antitrust exemption from OPEC, but also to remove the Patriot missile defense system from OPEC and from, I mean, from Saudi Arabia and from uh, the United Arab Emirates, the United Arab Emirates who just joined the BRICS banks. They went on to say, the article went on to say that this strategic pivot effectively marks the end of the 1945 core agreement between the United States and Saudi Arabia that has defined their relationship up until extremely recently. They went on to say that uh, ensuring the continued security of China's energy needs remains Saudi Aramco's highest priority, not just for the next five years, but for the next 50 years and beyond, said Aramco CEO Amin Nasser during the China Development Forum held in Beijing. Now, we signed basically it's been 50 years, right? Um, almost to the day they, they they severed this tie a year ago, almost 50 years to the day, and now their new 50-year plan is to go with China. Um, and, you know, 
I think this is catching um, the U.S. off guard. I guess they're surprised um, by how maybe the finalization of this transition, which is which is a bunch of nonsense. If if you're not paying attention to this, if you can't see this. This agreement defined the United States and Saudi Arabia, defined their relationship, and now it's over. And it goes on to say, in addition to continuing its role as China's partner of choice in the oil market, the two countries will continue close communication and strengthen cooperation to address emerging risks and challenges. What do you think that means? That means China's got their back also. So they're being protected by Russia and by China couple more things the article says. The latest rounds of talks and agreements come very shortly after the signing of a multi-pronged memorandum of understanding between the Saudi Arabian oil company, formerly the Saudi Arabian American oil company, Aramco, and the China Petroleum Chemical Corporation, Sinopec, which can be regarded as a critical step in China's ongoing strategy to secure Saudi Arabia as a client state. As, and so what you are seeing is the transition from the U.S. as the, 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 the protector of Saudi Arabia and the sole currency through which OPEC denominates oil. They are now moving to China. And I think this is as big of a deal as, as it gets. This is a massive, massive, massive deal. And, and I think you know, we're going to wake up to, um, we're going to wake up to a new reality pretty soon. Now, if you look at what's happening on the exchanges at the same time, we've been talking a lot about that as well. I think it's important to, you know, realize what is maybe a preemptive draining of the world's supplies of gold and silver. Um, in just on Tuesday of last week, uh, 361,000 ounces or 11.22 tons in gold kilo bars were um, delivered out of, of Comex approved warehouses. Now, who's buying the kilo bars, right? There's only one group of people that really love the kilo bars, and those are the Asians. If you look at the amount of gold that is being sent to Asia, it's extraordinary. If you look at the numbers, like we talked about last week on your show, the amount of gold that has been exported out of the U.S. and imported into China, we exported 136 tons in August, and China imported 160 tons. They're the ones buying the kilo bars. The, the big institutions, the governments prefer the 100-ounce and the 400-ounce bars. So you're seeing a drawdown of the world supplies. It's going eastward. Uh, for the second day in a row on last week, Wednesday, we saw 2,578,000 ounces of silver backdoored out of SLV. Those are the... the um, uh, authorized participants. They're draining SLV quietly. Not as much news goes on that. And in Wednesday alone, <clears throat> when you when you add all of the withdrawals or deliveries, either from the mutual funds, from the COMEX depositories, from SLV, there was 59,395,000 ounces of gold removed from these warehouses 
and almost 900,000 ounces of silver in one day. And, you know, to me, um, this reports, or this is like almost as if we're getting to a point where the physical metal or the physical market is finally achieving perhaps uh, the edge over the derivative control where you're watching the markets drain as all of this stuff is happening geopolitically, which is going to really crush the dollar. You're seeing Powell raise rates to a point where what's going to happen to these hedge funds, to the, to the insurance companies, to the pension funds who all put their money in bonds. And, you know, it's a 60, 40 equity bond, or 60% equities, 40% bonds. But as the rates keep rising, it's blowing up the bond market. And at some point, you're going to have to see these, these fund managers start to sell. They're being eviscerated, which, which is going to, uh, you know, drive interest rates up even higher. And that's when you have real problems. And that's when you get a moment like that when you see the switch flipped, when the other countries say, time to go bye-bye, and now we're issuing our gold-backed currency, and now we're breaking away from the West, and it'll snowball very, 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 very quickly. But all I want to really get across is the beginning of the end of the petrodollar has been sealed. When you have Saudi Arabia saying it is our commitment to China for the next 50 years, they are our most important person, and we're only looking to the U.S. from their crown prince for security purposes, and you have idiots here in, in Washington saying, pull the military assistance away from them. It's over. The dollar is going to lose its petrol reserve status. And where is the best place to go when the dollar collapses gold and silver? Then if price was an indication of demand and value, then who the hell is draining the markets of all of its metal, both gold and silver, in a very precipitous fashion? Two weeks ago when you and I talked, there was over 40 million ounces in the registered category. Last week when we talked, there was 36 million ounces in the registered category. And now there is 34 million ounces of silver in the registered category that backs the price-setting mechanism of the entire world. The country of India took more than that in the month of August. And in the month of September, the London Metals Exchange, which has the lowest amount of silver inventories in the history of the exchange since they started keeping records, delivered 45 million ounces, which is 8 million, 9 million ounces more than there is back in the whole game. Do you think that the smart money is exiting stage left? Pardon my French before the shit hits the fan. It really seems that way to me. And if you have to go to oilnews.com or oilprice.com to find the damn story that is the most pivotal thing that the American media should be talking about, is a joke. It's an embarrassment. Where they got to come to the original Mark Z to listen to me talk about something that everyone should be learning about right now. And is it even more peculiar that when all of this stuff is happening, you get harassed at the bank when you try to take your money out? Is it even more peculiar that the United States Mint is making it near impossible for all of us U.S. citizens to get any precious metals as all of this is happening? Things are getting real, Mark. And since I've been talking to you, this article, more than anything, tells me that it is more real than we have ever, that I have ever believed, and it's happening 
right now. There's no more supposition. There's no more what ifs. It's happening. He just told us China's our partner. Bye bye, US. And when that switch gets flipped, and you know, Travis, uh, the economic ninja, was talking about this and he used a biblical story about a fig tree. And the fig tree didn't bear any fruit and, and, and Jesus cursed it. And as he turned around and walked away, it looked the same. But a day after the, you know, the sun came up and down, the moon up and down, the tree died from the roots up. Well, that's what's going to happen here. We look the same today after that announcement was a few days ago. But we're dying from the roots up. The roots are that every country on the planet Earth has had to own dollars since 1974 in order to buy buy oil. And that is coming to an end rapidly. And what that means is dollars come home, inflation gets horrific, interest rates spike, and everything inversely correlated to it collapses. And what Jerome Powell is doing is a sideshow to what is really going to happen when this happens. I hate to be the angel of bad news, the the bearer of, of pessimism, but you know what? This article is is kind of the nail in the dollar's coffin as far as I'm concerned. I was going to say, if you have a link for it, Andy, send it, and I will um, drop it in the room for you. you. You'll see over there, there's a, pri- there's a private chat button off to the right of your screen. If you click yeah. that, you can drop it in there, and then I will um, have it, and I can share it with them. Um, I but I mean... That. And to me, you're, you're the angel of preparedness. You're the Boy Scout here because you're telling us how to get prepared. We we can go ahead and go to metals-backed economy. We uh, we choose not to participate with them as much as we can. I just sent it to you. There it is right there. So this is how I do things each week. I scour to try to find these stories. And um, not easy to do. It's not find this much much anywhere else and you have to scour in order to find these stories and that's the shame of all of this is that you know where is the patriotism where is the um the the united states you know instead of the divided states where is the the media when we need them where is on honest journalistic integrity when we need it um, because I don't think people realize like we're speeding to the edge of a cliff. People are just partying and drinking beer in the back seat, and they don't realize that we're getting really close to something very scary. And when that switch gets flipped, we are isolated on an island. It's basically all of the world against the U.S., Canada, Japan, and the EU. That's it, and Australia, and the rest of the world against the West, and the the infrastructure. In every single way, from economies to oil and energy to military, is stacking up against the West while we're completely oblivious. Sorry about that. Completely oblivious to what's happening. Where'd you go, Mark? Did I lose you, buddy? I'm still here. You're still live. <laughs> I'm working in the background nonstop. I understand. Uh, I get uh, it. Yeah, answering some questions and uh, moving some of their uh, yeah, articles around, adding it to lists after you shared that one. And I'll admit, I kind of took a minute there and I was reading it. Right on. 
Yeah, so, you know, I, look, I just think that uh, I think things are getting very, very real, Mark, and it's, it's time for people to, um, I think, look at what's happening as um, as something that they need to, to get in front of right now. And, and it, the supplies in this industry have never been worse, really. I mean, maybe except for 2008. It's getting harder and harder and harder and harder to get product, and we're we're still trying our best. But I'm I'm not kidding. I mean, um, I think that story might be the most relevant, important story in all of our lives. Ultimately, when we look back upon it, and uh, uh, we've been given a gift of being the world reserve currency for all of our lives, and what that has meant to our standard of living. Um, that's about to change. And this has just been confirmed by, you know, the Saudi, the Saudi uh, prince. And not only that, they, you know, last week when I came on your show, we talked about how it was confirmed that they've joined a, a BRICS. They have submitted their application to oh. BRICS. It's confirmed. So you know, what does all of this mean? Um, it means I think it's, it's going to be rough sledding for a period of time. And we're going to, if I had to guess, experience hyperstagflation. And that is hyperinflation meets, um, or the printing press meets the Great Depression, where little or no economic growth uh, meets hyperinflation as the world dumps dollars. And um, yeah, we had another interesting one um, this week, Andy. Australia announced that they are going to start buying energy directly from the BRICS countries. Um, and I think that was, I know they didn't say they were joining the BRICS countries, but they're going to play it by BRICS rules as to what money they use, all those, which means they are stepping outside of, hey, if it's the only way to get it, it's the only way to get it. Their people still need to keep the lights on. And Australia is so in the back pocket of the United States that I think that was, that's a bell that should have rung financial markets from the top to the bottom. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do at this point? What are you going to do but but start to prepare? So, um, you know, and, and I think we're we're getting to that point rapidly. Just here at home with Powell's policy decisions, where, where rates keep rising again, um, it's going to create a moment where the fund managers have to sell, and this is going to put major heat on the on the real estate market, um, major heat on the bond market. Um, mm. You know, look. Precious metals are, are to be owned, not to become wealthy. They're, they're owned because we are, are reaching a period of time where um, things are going to change in a way no one in this country has ever lived through unless you live through the Great Depression. Yeah. As you More mentioned, accurate. the market right there. I should probably send that one to you. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about it in a inverted yield curve, that that – that exactly the, the bond traders are telling you we're heading into a major recession and an inverted yield curve where you get paid more money in interest on a on a one or a two year bond than you do on a 10 or a 30. And, and think about that in real terms. So you lend someone one hundred dollars uh, for for one year and they'll pay you back one hundred and ten. If you lend it to them for 10 years, you want back more, I would think, because you don't get your money for 10 years. So how about 130? Okay. And then when you go out to the 30, you would think you'd get 200. You're lending someone 100 bucks for 30 years, they pay you back 200, right? Well, the bond market is saying, no, we'll pay you back uh, 
you know, 101 instead of instead of 110 on the one year. So the point of it is, is that that inverted yield curve is is um, is very ominous. And at every time you see an inverted yield curve, just about every single time it, it precedes a, a pretty severe recession. And in this case, I think you'll see a really severe recession because we're coming from a period of such overvaluation in asset prices um, and distortions in the economy that this time I think it will uh, it will be much worse than just your your average recession, probably both in length and severity. And you then add on to this type of deal where you got Saudi Arabia basically putting the nail in the coffin. Now, I don't know when the, the switch flips, but as far as I'm concerned, if people are are um, fully in dollars right now, it's about as as dangerous of a place as you could ever be. On one hand, you have the dollar up against this 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 Dixie index of all the other Western currencies, which are all pathetic, horrible basket cases. So the dollar looks strong, and um, in reality, it, the fundamentals have never been weaker. It will end badly, and um, I don't know. It, it's just it's. I don't know. This this article has me shaken a little bit today, to be honest with you, because, you know, a lot of what I was saying, I was kind of, it was supposition. I was extrapolating where I thought it would go to see it um, in this respect, where they aren't just pivoting away in a little bit. They're saying for the next 50 years, China is our number one consideration. Uh, I think that means check in the, the game of chess. Not checkmate, close. We're running out of moves, but it is definitely check. Uh, I'm agreeing with Rich here. Definitely, recession would be a good thing compared to what's going to happen. Yeah. That, oh wait, I just lost Andy somehow, guys. He just suddenly disappeared. Uh, hopefully, he will be back in. Um, betting he just clicked the wrong button. <clears throat> but yeah, no, uh, a recession would be a great thing in comparison uh, to what we're probably going to experience. I mean, we're positioned, guys. We are positioned well. Thank you, Patriot Girl. Um, so many. I did not get a chance to uh, thank some of you. You've already uh, timed out on it, but just huge. Um, uh, <clears throat> you guys have today have blessed, uh, let's see, 570. Uh, I've been writing them down as they come in for Kathy. So, Kathy, please reach out. It takes days to get it out of them, but um, we will get it and get it to you. Just huge. Uh, <clears throat> absolutely huge. Um, looking for, looking through these, uh, and somebody mentioned P uh, Sprinkles, uh, Private Sprinkles. Is that what it stands for? I'm just like kind of guessing there. Uh, I will check the Rumble back office as well. I just think that's huge, guys. Hey, we found Andy back again. Sorry about that. Apologize. No, that's okay. A uh, couple other things interesting. Um, the BIS just put out a press release, the Bank of International Settlements, talking about um, uh, a new something called an M-Bridge, which is a platform based upon new blockchain uh, ledger. And it was built by central banks to support real-time peer-to-peer cross-border payments and foreign exchange transa- transactions using central bank digital currencies. They also came out and said they've made it mandatory that all central banks have a CBDC by 2020, 
five. And, uh, you know, you got to wonder, are they, if that's the case, and here again, how many people know this? How many people know that the Bank of International Settlements, which is the most powerful bank on the planet, which is the central bank or central bank, how many people know that they've made it mandatory for every central bank to have a central bank digital currency by 2025? And doesn't it seem plausible that they would want to usher in some sort of um, a major crisis leading up to this because no one knows about this. So how about a major crisis that has people begging for a central bank digital currency where the government can come in and rescue us? Um, And I think that's what you see setting up here. You see the setup for a major, major um, um, problem. And it's interesting The BIS Innovation Hub Hong Kong Center, the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, the Bank of Thailand, the Digital Currency Institute of the People's Bank of China, and the Central Bank of the United Arab Emirates are working together to build such a multi-CBDC platform known as Embridge. Well, these are all the Belt Road and BRICS nations that are doing this. So, yeah, they're going to have the ability to accept Western CBDC. They'll have the ability to trade with us. But they're also going to have the ability to trade their central bank digital currency, which they've already told us will challenge for world reserve, which will be pegged to commodities. You can see this is happening so fast that um, everything is being put in place to literally change the entire uh, chessboard, to change the entire uh, whole infrastructure of the world. And, And the kind of like the game Risk. You know, you're, you're, you're seeing this unfold in real time. This will be written about in history books. A, a transition of power to the East, uh, I think, is, is happening. So, um, I don't know. That's another interesting story that I think, if I had to guess, they will come in, uh, you know, with a, a conveniently available solution to this problem that's going to happen, and that will be a central bank digital currency But I just think it's funny that no one knows in the public that it was mandatory that by 2025, every country has to have a central bank digital currency. We all talk about, yeah, they'll probably do it. No, how about it's mandatory? And uh, does that mean they roll it out and get rid of cash or do they put it in alongside of it? I don't know. Um, How many pieces of information do you all need to hear before you start to realize that this is the beginning of the biggest change in all of our lives. And, and I'm, a, this is why I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer. We can derail it by buying our physical metals. Yes. Uh, we, we, we get what we want. We, uh, we throw them a curve because if you're given a choice between a, a worthless current, worthless currency, they're trying to shove down your throat and uh, you know, trading or metals. Uh, we create, we create our own world. Uh, I, I see great potential in this uh, shift. You just got to be prepared. How about this one? Recent survey shows that uh, as of September, 63% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 63%. You think we're, as a country, prepared for a major shock? And and even though wages have increased, uh, haven't kept price a pace with rising prices. And um, I don't think that they will 
keep pace with rising prices. I believe inflation will continue to get worse. And, you know, they've, they've, they've tricked us again into believing inflation is coming down because the price of gas has come down while they have pillaged the, the strategic petroleum reserve uh, to its lowest level. And I don't know how long. And you have diesel fuel down to its lowest stockpile since the 40s right now, supposedly going to run out in two weeks. I mean, where are we? And what's going on? Don't know. But these things are all starting to spin together in a blender and they're all starting to come together and makes it look like a controlled demolition is something they're engineering and trying to do. And it's as if the rest of the world senses this, sees it, and is positioning to benefit from it. So, I don't know. Crazy times, man. It's truly crazy times. All right, Andy. It is soon time for me to go into traction for my uh, poor back. Um, boy, it's rough. Uh, I appreciate you greatly. Next week, what's your schedule like? I'm wide open next week, heading to see my daughter here tomorrow uh, at uh, college for Parents Weekend. I will be back and uh, ready to rock with you next Thursday. I got to do that a couple of weeks ago, so that was, uh, that, that was good. Um, enjoy that time. Spoil her while you still can, just so that she knows you love her more than her mother. Ha, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a fun one. That, that usually comes back to bite me, though. Mark, I appreciate you too, my friend, and all of your listeners out there. We would be loaded to the storage soon. So here's the deal with the storage, uh, if it's if it is most likely, I'm guessing it's, if it's not an IRA, it's probably Brink Salt Lake City. They only allow us to deliver twice per month to Brink Salt Lake City by Brink's. So if it isn't an IRA, they take a little bit longer. The custodians take longer to get the information out. The depositories take a little bit longer. If you have paid for your metal and you have a confirmation, you are good to go. The metal's already been purchased and or secured or in vaults. It's in transit. So. It's been a little bit slower lately to deliver as the amount of business that this entire industry is doing is off the charts. And I'm working 18 hours a day, literally six and a half days a week. I am dead serious. A lot of people out there will, will, your listeners will see that I email them in the middle of the night. I mean, I, I, I'm from the, you got to make hay while the sun shines uh, school of thought. I've been doing this long enough to understand that, um, but bear with us. We have never not delivered, and uh, you won't be the first. Uh, I appreciate you greatly, Andy, and thank you, and I'll see you next Thursday. Sounds good. Everyone stay well. Look forward to it. Take care, Mark. Oh, wait. i got to sing happy birthday before I can get out of here. Andy, I don't know if you want to stick around for this part or not. Just reach out if you still need me. Shoot me a text or call me. You got it, my man. You guys stay well. All right. All right, guys, we do. We've got uh, McKenna, a big 18th birthday. I did not see any others. If you're celebrating, please, please, please post over there. Allow people to uh, to bless you with birthday wishes. Um, <clears throat> we live in a messed up world. Enjoy the uh, niceties that you can or the civilities that you can. So they tell me that it's your birthday well, happy birthday, darling. May you live, may you love. May all your dreams come true. Happy birthday, 
Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, enjoy it, McKenna. 18's a big one. Now you're responsible. You know, you still can't do a whole lot on your own. I mean, heck, yeah. You can buy a lottery ticket. That's one thing you can do, or you can go uh, sacrifice your life for your government. That's about it. All right, everybody, take care. See you tonight at 7. Looking forward to it. I will be in much better shape. Uh, I've dealt with this uh, when I've driven too much uh, in the past. I will be just fine by this evening, guys. Oh, we see another one. Richard, uh, Texas gals, husband Richard, 76 years old and a Vietnam vet. Thank you for your service, Richard. I had many uncles that were Vietnam vets and uh, <clears throat> a forgotten, a forgotten group that needs our love and appreciation. All right, guys. See you this evening. Uh, and once again, thank you for the just the overwhelming number of donations for uh, Kathy. Um, that is huge. All I'm going to do is wait for her to reach out so that we can get things lined up. Thank you, guys.